Well, hello and welcome back, fellow riders on Bus Talk, a podcast about work-life issues which crowd our minds each day. Myth-busting into reality, we share some tips and tricks to better your work-life balance, or the lack thereof. Simply put, it's a straight talk to help you cope well with various situations without having to reinvent the wheel. And yes, there is a lot of traffic So it does take time. We go slow, steady and at our own pace. If this is what piques your interest, you're on the right bus. So sit back, turn up the volume and enjoy the ride. I'm your host GB and you're listening to Bus Talk. In today's ride, we we bus talk about the classical introvert leaders. Now, in the age of attention deficiency, short talk, quick chat, Snapchat, having a slow burn, long conversation is rare. Fair to say, we live in a social construct largely designed by extroverts, which is why you see examples of high dose adrenaline sprinkled all over your life. All Acts of excellence are defined by adjectives which often have a negative connotation. Think of a regular Sunday newspaper. What do you see? Extreme dhamaka, summer blast, devil's discount, explosive growth, killer apps, two hoots and enjoy the loot, crazy ride, bleed in blue, burn in hell, better than sleep in heaven, extreme makeover and the list goes on and on nothing seems normal right nothing normal seems to catch attention or make sense why is that why has normal become boring why is simple plain always being associated with boring while complicated complex masala is always tagged with being exciting why have our Favorite words of appreciation become an advertisement of extreme behavior. I'll tell you why. For that, we have to go back a few years. Before the explosion of social media. See, there I used an adjective, explosion. Let me rephrase. Before the advent of social media platforms, there were few people speaking, and many were listening. So if two people are or three people are talking, then it's easy to listen to all the three of them one after the other. There is there is a better chance of uh, airing your views, and life is simple. But the moment you have those three become three hundred, then it becomes a cacophony. Everybody wants to speak. There is limited time. Who decides who gets heard first? And therefore, does the person who speaks the loudest uh, or the one who does something shocking or causes some kind of disturbance catches the attention? How in this craziness there, another adjective, you know, we should have a bleep for every time we use a negative adjective. How in all this melee, Uh, does one be heard? And therefore, 
what happens to a leader who is by design an extrovert dealing with a bunch of introverts and the reverse what happens to a leader who is an introvert leading a largely an extrovert team now picture a situation where you have two managers diametrically opposite in nature producing the same results and only one promotion slot is available how do you choose what mechanisms are in place for you to make the correct decision the way you arrive at a decision will slot you in one of these two categories type o or type i type o being the outgoing type typically extroverted restless always in action you can spot them from a distance type i as you guessed it are the introverted types sit in a corner talk less observe more you might not even notice them walking by so are you the type which rallies around whatever works or are you the type which makes sure whatever works there's a difference yes they require different skill sets some of the most common data points depending on the size of organizations are in place for example at a tactical level there are job level guidelines appraisals performance management systems metrics and a whole host of indicators while at a strategic level there are company policies directions some confidential information uh, where the company is headed to which could alter the whole situation determining the growth or the promotion of individuals in the organization then there are those unwritten often unspoken rules of fuzzy logic organizational politics and gut feel so this is your repository of information of data basis which you need to decide who gets promoted uh, of the two individuals so you weigh in all of the above and take a call but before you do pause a moment has it occurred to you that the choices you made on route to decide the outcome of this exercise could be clouded by your by your own personality or leadership style simply put how are you neutralizing your personal bias now you could be an introvert measuring uh, or, or evaluating an extrovert or you could be an extrovert evaluating an introvert how will you neutralize your personal bias while evaluating people who are different from you subconsciously there is a data repository of memories on how you got promoted or did not the bosses the competition the politics the stakeholders the perception challenges frustrations on delay and the joy on, of the day all of these thoughts flash through your mind that is your internal repository of data basis which you make a decision but while you have this data what have you done to neutralize these biases which often masquerade as an experience you know many leaders i come across they say aisa hi hota hai this is how it happens this is what it is so if you haven't been able to remove these personal biases my suggestion is take a step back and first learn the tips and tricks and mechanisms 
to develop a neutral mindset. It requires you to unlearn before learning. That said, beating your years of conviction is easier said than done. It's also called being in denial. People refuse to give up their past and make space for new. The new is scary, the new is untested, and the new is adopted by a few. So why risk such a move? Which is why change is difficult all around. But the argument is, you are what you are today because of the experience you gained from yesterday, isn't it? The flip side of the story is, what worked for you 10 years ago may not work for you now and certainly will not work for you five years henceforth. Therefore, it is important to think of the agility that you need to bring to your mindset, the flexibility, the fluidity. It's okay for leaders to change their minds. It's okay for leaders to make mistakes and learn from them. You have the necessary data repository to know where uh, something is going overboard. Consciously observe these patterns. Think of a washing machine, right? Clockwise and then counterclockwise. What is the end result? The end result is washed clothes. Much like leadership decisions. You twist and turn, you revolve and you rotate and you, you know, remove the dirt and come up with something new. Being fluid yet absorbent, filtering out the dirt and handing over a clean stack of clothes is what the organization needs. Therefore, the way you promote people cannot be based on one approach, one thought process or metric. A leader has to go back and forth to neutralize and update not only just the personal bias, but the bias of the organization and, and hire and or promote accordingly. With that, we come to the conclusion of today's ride. These are not easy conversations, friends. These are conversations which have an element of gray. And as you realize, as you grow into leadership, you will realize there is a black, there is a white, uh, which existed while you were you know, starting off your journey. But as leaders, almost 80% of the time, you reside in gray. You have to keep in mind 360 degrees of a particular situation and not just the way you are viewing it. And who's to say what is wrong and what is right? Like somebody's chicken is someone's burger. So being leaders, leader in itself is a difficult task. Being a very well-balanced and neutral leader is little more difficult. And to cap it off, if you are an introvert leader surrounded by extroverts, it's even more difficult. So the solution being sensitize people around the workspace on how you function, what are your thoughts, and yes, even though it might make yourself a little uncomfortable sharing and spelling it out for people, it is important you be very clear about what you are trying to achieve and the way you are going about it. There will be a lot of resistance, anticipate that, and that's all right because people are not same. And your maturity lies in the fact that you balance everybody's point of view and you know take them forward.
think of leading a very diverse team you as a leader you need all kinds of people you need the person who falls in line one who rebels and questions one's one who is a maverick one who develops relationships you need a good mix of all these skill sets so that makes you a richer leader and somewhere neutralizes the personal bias whether you are an introvert or an extrovert and therefore the decisions that you make will be that much more neutral and objective so hope this uh, insight and talk uh, gave you some uh, some insights into the psyche of introverts and if you liked what you heard do drop in uh, a note you know exactly what to do well that's all for now i hope you had a good time listening as much as i had sharing these thoughts and if you did do tune in to the other episodes of bus talk yes you could share them on facebook or twitter and with especially those who might appreciate similar content and if you need to talk to me or reach out to me you can use the twitter handle Hashtag #gyanban spelled as g y a n b a n one word or email me on gyanban at gmail dot com again spelled as g y a n b a n n. Be sure to tune in next week. There is a fascinating episode coming up for you. Till we meet again, stay safe, be well, and bring your A game to work. Ciao.